My name is Valentine Getoho. We've been going through some Bible truths that we'd love to understand better. In fact, for me, these are my personal ones. And the first one was, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And if you have faith, if you have faith in God, he'll work in you to forgive and work through you to realign others to his will for his glory. Today, we will look at if you abide in me. If you abide in me. Jesus used the word abide to describe how we should live as his disciples. Abide in Strong's Greek means to continue, to remain, to stay, to wait. We are never meant to live apart from the Lord when we accept him as Lord and Savior, when we become his children. We are meant to remain in him in continual intimacy in him. He left us the Holy Spirit who indwells in us. We see that in various parts of the scriptures, but I like this one, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 to 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a price, so you must honor God with your body. So when we accept Christ as Lord and Savior, he abides in us. So we are a dwelling place for a dwelling God. And you know what? The word is if, if, if you abide in me. The choice is ours. What a gracious God. He is not controlling, as some say in the world. He allows us to choose. He is indeed a loving God. And he stands there just waiting for us to turn around, to say we are sorry, to come back to him. Just like a parent waiting with his wide arms open for us to come and he allow him to abide in us. It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son. When he came to his senses, he went back home and his father left his home and ran towards the sun to embrace him. That's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants to embrace us. He wants us to have communion with him continually to abide in him. John 8, 31 to 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Abiding in Jesus means abiding in his word. That makes us truly his disciples, and we will know what is the truth. We will obey it, and we will live a life free of all kinds of things that the devil tries to bring our way. We will live an abundant life. In John 10, 10, we read, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came to give us an abundant life. Abundant life comes when we choose to live and abide in his word continuously. If we choose the truth to obey it, Jesus is the word. In John 1, 1 and also verse 14, 
we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Oh my, this is amazing. The word became flesh, that's Jesus, and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. What a privilege. So we need to know the word. We need to hunger and thirst for God's word so that we can actually be able to tell that which is true, which is from him. When he speaks to us, we need to be able to journal it. The Bible is actually a journal of many people's lives. When he speaks, when he makes an impression to you and to me through either a dream or even a vision or something that somebody said or even a prophecy spoken into our life, journal it and let it simmer there and be alert, be alert. Keep on going through a journal in order for you to know whether it is actually from God because it will truly manifest. But most of all, it must align with the word of God with what he says in his word. We do not journal things that are not of his word. Those are our dreams. Those are our thoughts. Those are not his thoughts. His thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Let's just follow him in accordance with his word. So we need to understand and read his word and not rely on others. We need, yes, to understand for ourselves. We need to be Berean Christians who even after we've heard the word of God, whenever we've heard anything, we go back and check whether it is correct. That's what we need to do. So also, if we abide in him, we bear much fruit. We bear much fruit. This is a consequence of abiding in him. In him. And John 15, 4 to 11 says it all. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches, says Jesus. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We need to get to that point of knowing that however small, however big, whatever it is, we can do nothing that will bear much fruit. And the fruit we are talking about is him, his word, his will, his will, his will. Galatians 5.22 talks about that fruit. In everything that we do, it multiplies. We talk, it talks about, we talk about lasting fruit. It is not things that are temporary. It's things that stand the test of time because it is the word of God. The word of God stands the test of time. Everything will die. Everything will go away. But his word will remain forever. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words, again, there it is, my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be, be done for you. 
and whatever we wish will be so aligned with him because already his words abide in me and I'm also walking in intimacy with him. There's a complete alignment with him. And when it isn't there, he makes the crooked path straight. So when whether we are saying ask whatever you wish, it is because we are already walking in intimacy. We understand his language. We understand how he thinks. We understand his will. So we will be able to ask that which is in line with his will. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so I've loved you. Abide in my love. The Lord wants us to abide in his love and his love. Oh, his love. His love is so unconditional. His love is open. But be careful that we do not insult it, that we do not take it lightly. He says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So when we show God that we love him, that we're abiding in his love by obeying and keeping his commandments, that's why it is a continual relationship. These things I've spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. May we choose to abide in Jesus, daily connected to him and to others through all, uh, to others through him. And as we do this, these are the five things that are going to happen to us. We'll be learning from his word to us, in us, and from others. We'll be listening and watching his word with expectancy. We'll be living his word as we fully obey his instructions. We'll be laughing due to the joy that comes from abiding in him. We'll be loving him, loving ourselves and loving others from his perspective only. The first Corinthians 13, four to seven, love. What an exciting journey of abiding in him, of learning, listening, living, laughing and loving. His joy will be in us and will be complete. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that indeed you hold your hands open wide for each one of us. Thank you, O oh Lord, for those who did not, who do not know you, that even now you're calling them, that your wide hands are wide open for them to come and make you their dwelling you are a dwelling place. You dwell in us, O oh Father, and you've promised you will. And for us, O oh Lord, who dwell in you, who abide in you, you want us to get all the benefits of what that means in that we keep on in communion with you continually. We stay in you. We remain in you because apart from you, we can do nothing. Holy Spirit, remind us that. Remind us this all the time, that you never leave us nor forsake us, O oh Lord. That, Father, you, if we have faith in you, we can move mountains. Many things can happen. And if we abide in you, it gets even better. All you're asking us is come. Let's have greater intimacy together. Father, give us a hunger and thirst for you and change our lives. Let us fully surrender to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.